Hey y'all, it's Kavo. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets the tone for women striving to be their most authentic selves while sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. What it do, boo? What it do? Hope it was Can a nigga get in them goods? Okay, I'm them guys. <laughs> 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 hey, everybody! How you doing, Hi. sis? Let's talk about it. Oh, I am doing. Oh, I've had such a good week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell Full us about of, it. Like, girl, I get to be creative. So we got a new person start. I think I already told you this. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but you didn't um, tell me she was going to start. You didn't tell me she started yes. yet, though. So it's been an officially a week since you started, and I mean. The Do level of her? creativity. Oh, Do my gosh, girl. Her? Yes. I'm trying not to put her on a pedestal. Okay. Like, I understand. Because you know when people start and they start um, giving you creative ideas or listening to what you're saying and you can kind of bounce off of them. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, she's so great. Like, I feel like right now I'm just lifting her up and singing her praises and I'm trying not to like do the most OD, yeah. so yeah i'm trying to like reel myself back in but she is honestly fabulous it's really great working with her um i honestly feel really mm-hmm. secure in my role now and i yes. think like and we'll get more into it later when we talk about everything that's going on with insecure but um i remember listening to um something after that episode and they were talking about like imposter syndrome you know mm-hmm. and how like sometimes you feel like why like can I really do this am I really capable am I able am I good enough you know that kind of mm-hmm. thing and girl I'm in my bag I'm doing the damn mm. thing I'm very excited I'm happy mm. like honestly mm-hmm. this week has been phenomenal so I'm yeah so excited yeah so good how are you I am amazing I life love is it good yes life is good mm. you know work has been really great um I've still been training. I'm uh, waiting for the state to quit playing and send me my license. Yeah. Girl. Okay. Okay. Um, but other I than that. they're playing games. Girl, they're playing whole games. I called today and they were like, we haven't received your undergrad transcript. Now, if anybody knows Georgia Southern, if anybody knows Georgia Southern, they sent that transcript before I even knew I needed a transcript. Okay. They you are always on time. Always on time. They're always on time. I reached out to them a while ago, and I was like, hey, they said they hadn't received my transcript. I reached out to all three of my schools. I was like, hey, they said they hadn't received my transcript. So can you, you know, give me a confirmation that it was delivered? And they're like, confirmation Mm -hmm. it was delivered XYZ day on XYZ time, blah, blah, whatever. Georgia Southern did that and then went the extra step to be like, well, since they said they didn't get it, don't worry. We're going to send it again for free. And I was just I like, them. okay, right? I just fucking love Georgia Southern. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. But I'm like, okay, perfect. So why the fuck haven't y'all gotten it if it's been sent twice? What is your, what? Who's not doing their job? Somebody's slipping. Something, somebody's not doing their job. Somebody's getting paid mm-hmm. for free, and I have an issue with it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm applying. My plan this week is to just apply the pressure, girl. I'm just calling them niggas every fucking day. Every day. Maybe you twice should. a day because I'm ready to get into my office well, and get to work. Yeah, and you need to make sure that they're doing their job. Like, just because COVID's happening does not mean that you get to slack off on yes. your responsibilities. Like, there are still people that have to get their work done. So, yes. I expect for you to step it up. That's so, yeah, precisely apply what the my pressure. doctor said that I work with. He was like, 
they're using COVID as an excuse as mm-hmm. to why they're not doing their jobs. But he was telling me there was another doctor that he worked with that she was still waiting on her board scores to come back. She sent everything in. And then once she got her board scores, she sent them in. And two days later, she had her license. So See? I don't really understand why. I don't understand yeah. what the issue is. And they're like, just Not wait excuse. another 15 business days. No, bitch. I waited two periods of 15 business days. It's been 30 business days at this point. Send me my, me shit. my shit. Run me my money. Okay. <laughs> 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 had to go on a little bit of rant. But other right. than that. Get it out. Right. I just had to, you know, release it. But other than that, everything's great. Life is great. You know, we live in life. We kick it, pip it, cooling. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that. I love to hear it. Don't you love to see it? I love to hear it. You ready for Motivation Monday? Yes. Yes, yes. I actually have some ready. All right. You ready? Oh, yay. Okay. Y'all already know who this is from. No questions. If it's not <laughs> making me happy, making me money, or making me better, I am busy. Okay. Yes. Do I need to, to run that back? That. Run it back. One more all right. Time. If it is not making me happy... Making me money or making me better. Bitch, I am busy. 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 I have shit to do. Today, tomorrow, next week. I don't have time for this shit. I don't have time. It is not my problem. It's none of my concern. None of my concern. And that's that on that. Period. To elaborate about that. (laughs) Like, for real. That's it. I literally just had the same conversation today. Really? With one of my friends Mm -hmm. at work. I was like, listen, I'm not about to play with these people and they're not about to play with my time. So unless you're paying me to do this, I'm not going to. Who doesn't have the time? Me. I don't, I'm not giving, like time is money. You're, I'm not giving you my free time. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, man. That shit costs. That shit costs money. Run it. Run it. Run it. Well, I love that. You ready to get into uh, this scoop? another week another round of questions from the mm-hmm. black prince of the south um aka on twitter ursine noir that's u-r-s-i-n-e-n-o-i-r um we're gonna get right into it i don't have to explain it if you guys have not watched insecure yet you should watch it before you listen to this episode okay because we're back at it again with episode five of season four so I'm sure we both enjoyed this episode. So I'm just going to get into the questions. Okay. Anyways, what's your go-to reemerge into someone's life after a month of inactivity text message? So obviously Nathan is back and Issa's in there contemplating on whether to talk to him. Obviously they talk. So what's your like, I'm a reemerge into someone's life message look like? Oh, <laughs> um, this is so problematic. <laughs> Um, I love it. I'm all about it. I know. I love it, too. I think I don't think I have a go to. Usually I bring up something that we may have talked about before. Okay. And kind of try to make it seem like it's going on at this very moment. You know? Mm hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Been there. (laughs) I don't really have like a go to. I'm usually like I'll give you the most recent example. Um, 
me and one of my boos was mad at each other and we wasn't talking for a minute and I was ignoring him and then he decided to ignore me back and we were in this petty war so when I wanted to talk to him again I was like how long is your attitude gonna last my goodness mm-hmm. completely ignoring that's the fact fine. that I was the one that started with an attitude but who cares exactly that started the conversation you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's all I was yeah. looking for so I do things like that no, I think about that's you? fine like I think I do something of the same. Like, I typically find, like, whatever we have, like, as an insider, if yeah, I want to, like, I'll, I typically drop that in there, whether that's a meme or, like, if I see something that reminds me of you and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. damn, I'm just Or a funny tweet. Yeah, a funny tweet, like, something like that. Like, I don't really do, like, the whole subtweeting and, like, post, you know, posting on Instagram, hope he sees this kind of thing. I don't really do all that. Um, but, yeah, it's typically, like, an insider that we once had that I'll just drop into your, like inbox and see what happens lately i've been getting like obviously COVID's happening so like one of my ex (laughs) called randomly out the blue and was like i just wanted to check on you to see how things were going like how's your family you know it's COVID. everybody's straight yeah and i was like nigga sir come (laughs) on bro but hey i mean thank you you for checking in i guess I, exactly and so that kind of opened up the, the door to like continue to have a conversation or whatever but mm-hmm. I mean I try not to enter into like one of my like unless I'm going for a certain reason you know like right. if I'm just trying to get some dick or <laughs> yeah or like you know things <laughs> like that then maybe I'll drop a little something something in there but typically you have to come to me boo period okay yeah I don't usually do the reemerge thing unless it's no. a situation where Honestly, you guys are communicating like we're already like right. we're dealing with each other. We're just being petty right now. I don't mind that. You right. know, I'll reemerge if we're being petty. But right. that whole like you disappear out the blue for a long time. Yeah, like, if you nah. go on ghost and then you just want to hit me up talking about some what's up, but you don't have to hit me back. I was just checking no. on you. I'm not no. hitting you back. I'm not. I'm not hitting you back. I'm not. We don't have nothing to talk I'm about. I'm not. In Issa's situation, like obviously she needed him for a reason, so she hit him up so she can get her an artist to come out. You mm-hmm. know, so like. I, mean, I understand sis, the reasoning. You, you needed it. Do what you got to do. Okay, that black party was lit. Proud of it. Do what you got to do. But if it was not a situation like that, nah, you're going to have to see me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Not happening. Um, what's your preferred method of communication? Are you a texter, phone talker? I already know who you are as a person. <laughs> but, I mean, you can tell the people out there if you want. Face-to-face. I am definitely a FaceTime or face-to-face communicator. Um, I hate texting. I hate texting. I mean, You're the worst texter. I am the worst texter. I mean, I I'm, I can't even lie about that. I have over three hundred unread text messages, maybe four hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. My phone's not in here, so. But uh, yeah, I don't check my messages. Rarely ever do I text back within a reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't. And I don't really enjoy text conversation, but if it's necessary, like if we're at work and me and you are talking, I'll be, you know, I'll be texting back or whatever. But if I'm not at work and I can't like if there's a situation where I can't talk on the phone and I have to text, then usually I'll be checking it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You're definitely that person. Um, But I'm definitely a FaceTime. Let me pull up on you kind of person. Yeah. What about you? I'm a combination. I don't mind texting. I actually prefer, I don't mm-hmm. think I prefer texting over face-to-face or FaceTiming. I don't really care. 
Um, mm-hmm. If I don't like you like that, I would rather you just text me because that's just easier. And then I can like right. choose if I want to respond. Um, but if like my friends, family, people that I like actually like and want to deal with or whatever, I mm-hmm. can care less what you do. If you want to FaceTime me, that's cool, too. Um, yeah. I, I would rather have face to face because I'm a bit quality time kind of person. So mm-hmm. I like being in the vicinity of like in the air, same area as you so we can like. Because I think, like, a lot of things get misconstrued through, like, texting in general. So, like, any, like, heavy hitter conversations, I want to have that face-to-face or via FaceTime so that, like, there's no there's no stall. You know, there's no kind yeah. of lull between, like, an answer or something like that. So, yeah. yeah, Understandably so. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on through this episode, Condola pops back up. Mm. Girl. What? First off, what do you think was going through Issa's mind when she saw Condola? And what would have been your response to that whole entire interaction? I think Issa was genuinely confused. Like, what is really happening here? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I I applaud her for being like, oh, I'm surprised you're here. Like, I haven't heard from you or yeah. whatever. And... Then Condola and I told you, I told y'all niggas, I told y'all that. niggas. You said it. They broke up. They broke up. She broke up with that nigga because he delayed his response to answer. Like, I don't to think, responding. I don't think she broke up with him. I think he broke up with her. You think so? Yes, because her response was so like if she broke up with him, then I feel like she would have no reason to ghost Issa like that, you know. But the yeah. fact that. I feel okay. like him breaking up with her, it adds insult to injury. Like, now I'm embarrassed, and I know your ex-girlfriend, and she, you know what I mean? And I and thought it was weird that maybe she felt Lawrence, like Issa knew more than she really did. Yes. And I feel that felt it weird, was weird that Lawrence didn't even tell um, his homie. Like, Tiffany's husband, he'd even tell him that oh. they had broken up. So no one knew that they had broken up besides Lauren, Lawrence and um, Condoleezza. Condola. So it's like, yeah. Mm. So I thought that was weird. Yeah, I definitely would have told her she can get the fuck, honestly, because we've been working on this shit for how long? And then a week or so before the actual event, you go ghost on me. Because of what? Because of a nigga? Bitch, bye. Like, this is Grow business. Up. This is, like, mm-hmm. something that I'm and trying we already to build established for myself. We established this. Mm-hmm. We said that we didn't want him to get in the middle of it. And you created a situation where he got in between us. Bitch, fuck you. Nigga, sh- yeah. dick should never get in the way of your money. Never. Exactly. Never. Okay. Exactly. And I think she handled it so poorly. But I think Issa, well, I think Condola handled it poorly. Let me say right. that again. But Issa, like, I was, I was very proud of her because... Um, I feel like I've always been told that I wear my emotions on my voice and I definitely wouldn't have been able to hide the fact that I was irritated and bothered by the fact that you decided to show up and I have been trying to reach out to you for what weeks and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you give me some interns and the sponsors show up and it's kind of just like I mean I get it you maybe you got things going on but you can at least text back and say hey. I, I got feel like she on. just felt bad for ghosting her and then it was like, oh, let me just do a yeah. little something, something. And it's like, no, That's girl. definitely what happened. Yeah. That's I, definitely I what happened. Like that I don't think all. I would have been super nice about, I mean, I probably, I don't even I re- know. I already didn't fuck with Gorgonzola, but I definitely don't fuck yeah. with her. Yeah. That would have taken a lot of, a lot for me to go over there and like have the conversation and be like, we're all cool. Um, right. But I would definitely end the conversation with, well, after this, we should definitely, you know, connect because I need to talk to you and then let her know. Cause I feel like 
in the event world, there's no point in like having an argument like that or having the conversation at your event. You got other Mm-mm. shit going on. It's, it's hell shit going as, on that you got. Oh my god, to. as event manager, I don't have time to be sitting here worried about your feelings and this. I'm I'm being pulled in a thousand right. and one directions. But we definitely have to have a conversation. Right. Because it's I definitely would have been a lot more dismissive than Issa was. Honestly, I would have been like, yeah, girl. Okay, good mm-hmm. to see you. But I have a lot of stuff going on that clearly you forgot about. So let's meet at XYZ Coffee Shop, the coffee shop that she introduced her to. Yeah. I would have been like, let's meet there on Thursday and we can discuss it then. But right now I have things that I need to attend to and I don't have the time for this. And I would have walked away. Exactly. Like, and walked away. That's it. I wouldn't even have gotten to the point where she was like, yeah, Lawrence and I broke up. It wouldn't even have gotten that far because I would have cut yeah. her off quick. Cause that shit, and it's I like for like you to that. simply you say that in the midst of everything. Her. Like Girl, you left her hanging. Left her hanging. And then we're, was going to take all your contacts with you. But then you Girl. felt guilty. And I think it was Condola's fault that, um, what you call it, felt Yeah. Through. Remember, she had all the contacts. So I think she was the one that set that up probably so and then probably after her and Lawrence broke up she was like mm, I'm gonna be petty and it's like no ma'am nope nope you out the door you gotta go yep feed you from a long you can't spin. sit with us <laughs> speaking of like ghost right because Con- Condola mm-hmm. essentially ghosted Issa for a little bit when you choose to allow a ghost to reemerge in your life do you require an explanation or is it water under the bridge and you just move forward and what would be an acceptable explanation what wouldn't I, for one, I require an explanation. Okay, mm-hmm. I need to know where the fuck you been, why you been, like, why you been ghosting, what's been going on with you in your head. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. I need to know everything. Um, mm-hmm. I guess I would go on a case by case basis to determine what is an acceptable explanation. If it was just like, oh, yeah. I was just chilling and they're like, no, nigga, fuck you. It would definitely have to be something serious that happened. Like the only acceptable explanation for you ghosting me for two months and not responding to any of my messages and stuff is like you were in jail or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. Um, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine about it. And he was saying, because I told him I thought Nathan was in jail right he Mm -hmm. brought up an interesting point he said that he thinks nathan has a mental disorder oh okay right right i never thought about it so he was talking about when nathan i think it was around the time when nathan reemerged and molly turned him away or something like that something like Mm -hmm. that he was having some kind of conversation with somebody i think he was having a conversation with Issa. Damn, when when did he say this conversation happened? Somebody that's listening remembers. But he said something along the lines of every now and then he needs to take time to himself to like recenter himself or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he said that he thinks that he has some kind of mental thing going on, which is why he needs to take time. I was like, oh, never thought about it. I always just like that nigga either. went to jail. He got arrested. I feel like the we always came and the picked worst. him up. <laughs> you said what? Like. I said, I feel like we always think the worst. Yeah. I never would have given him the grace to be like, I would have never given him the grace of a mental. incapacitated. Yeah. Nah, But I would not. Nigga, you trying. Maybe. But I still think that like, even with the mental, well, uh, let me not speak on that. But I just think that the, the, the act of texting back and just saying like, hey, I'm not mentally here right now. And I, I really need some time away or or something is better than nothing 
It is absolutely like you literally better didn't than say nothing. anything. But you said I do. nothing, and she rep- she texted you and called you, and I mean was trying to find you, and you could have simply said like, "Hey, so please like give me some time. I'm just not right." or right or something but but i have a friend who was in a situation literally identical to this um Mm. (laughs) which is funny she was dating this guy and they were hitting it off pretty well and then he was supposed to be coming to visit her and Mm -hmm. the day that he was supposed to leave she really didn't hear anything from him he never came to town anything like that and like months later he re-emerged and she was like what is your problem like what going on and his thing was he's like going through a bout of depression and like stuff like that and they were able to you know work through it and move past it i don't know if i would have been able to do something like that you know but um you that, still you really have to like really like the person to you, yeah that person would have really had because, to make some sort of impact in your yeah, life to exactly. be able to excuse something like that yes because i know like I don't know. At what this point, I got a new boyfriend. So pretty much, I don't know like how I would feel about a ghost reemerging in my life. Like, I mean, like I've said in the past, I've never really like had the only person that's really reemerged was because I took them off of the block list and found mm-hmm. out that they left me a voicemail, and I was like, oh, okay. But mm-hmm. um, other than that, like, I really haven't had an instance of that to where like I like a person long enough to where they actually ghost me and I have to figure out what they're doing you know Mm -hmm. but it would take a lot for me to forgive them in a sense and actually want to move forward just because I feel like that's if you can do that when we first meet and you know and you're telling me all these things about how you like me and want to be with me or whatever the case may be um how is it going to be when we get into a relationship or when we get married like if you can't communicate something like that I don't know like how this is going to work in the future so we really would have to like have a really deep conversation about Mm -hmm. how this looks moving forward and i would have to make some very strict boundaries because i don't want to be ghosted after a year being with someone either you know Mm -hmm. like if you have spells of depression and things like that which is real like i understand it um i'm very empathetic to that and i you know i don't ever want to like shit on that or anything like that but I also have to worry about my feelings and make sure that I'm protected too. And if I'm all invested into making sure that you're better sound body and mind somewhere I'm lacking in myself, you know, or lacking at making sure that I'm mentally tough and I'm mentally strong to help and deal with that. That's a hard thing. That's a hard line. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just don't know if I could do that, but all kudos to her. And honestly, if, that was the case i hope that him and isa can talk about it and if isa decides to forgive him i'm all for it if she decides that you know what we're just better off as friends and you know whatever i'm all for that too um it just all depends on which way her character decides to go honestly but i don't think that man got a mental disorder i think that he was in jail (laughs) (laughs) he's trying to give the nigga a little bit more grace than he deserves okay like and that's nice of you, sir. That's very nice of you. But it's very sweet, admirable, even. But he didn't want her to have to pay those, um, put money on his books or something like that. <laughs> so then let's get to Molly, right? Okay. So, oh gosh, that was just so much going on with her, um, girl. Okay, I'm over her. So Molly got interrupted when she was originally about to have a talk with Issa at the block party. Remember, she brought the wings and was like, "They gave me more wings that I needed." So you know, here you go. Um, mm-hmm. Would Molly have been out of line to initiate the conversation then or when bestie status is on the line is any time slash place fair game? I feel like 
that is not the time and place to have that Agreed. conversation because I'm not as in, uh, I guess I'm not as deeply ingrained in the event world as you are, but mm -hmm. I've, I've worked multiple events in my life and I understand yeah. how crazy and how busy it can be and how literally when you get just a moment to breathe, you know, it's like, whew, okay, now I need like that person bringing you a plate is a blessing, but then you don't want to have a conversation about something else. It's like, bitch, I'm just trying to breathe right now because exactly. I know somebody's going to call my name in another 30 seconds. So can we yeah. talk about this later? I feel like they had multiple opportunities to talk about it and Molly chose to be passive aggressive and Issa decided to allow it. And so mm -hmm. I feel like they're both at fault for the state of their relationship at this point. I agree with that. But, too. I was about to say um, that. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like her bringing her the wings was perfect. Like, I thought that was such a cute, like, we're still friends, girl. Like, I love you regardless. I wanted to make sure you ate something, you know, mm -hmm. that's something that I would have done for sure. And then. Um, and then I probably would have been like, hey, I don't want you to, you know, worry about us or this. Like, we'll just talk about this later, but we're good. You know, yeah. that probably would have been the extent that I would have left it at. Because as you saw, 10 seconds later, her assistant was she like, was girl, cold. we need something, you know. So I yeah. probably would have just said something as simple as like, don't worry about this. We good. You know, we just got some stuff we need to work through and we'll talk about it yeah. later. And, and that I think been, that's perfect. Yeah. Leaving it simple enough for you to know that we addressed it enough, but we mm -hmm. definitely need to talk about it. But I want you to not worry about this right now because this is not important at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you Being think? from the event world, no, I totally agree with everything that you said because I know that whenever I have just a second to myself, it's like I cherish those moments because those come far and few between. Mm -hmm. Hell, we had an event where we worked together um, and you were at, and I think I saw you all of like five times here and Girl. there passing by. Literally um, in passing. Literally passing by. And if I stayed with you, it was like all of like four minutes and then I had to go do the next thing. So mm -hmm. when you have those moments to yourself, that's the biggest thing. Like you're not always by yourself at events. You have your coworkers, your volunteers, mm -hmm. your interns, people in your face all day, every day. So it's like mm -hmm. when you have those moments by yourself, those are moments that you really hold close to you. Um, and I think Molly bringing over the wings was a sweet gesture. The awkward silence it's like that's what gets them messed up too because nobody just goes in for it and says what they feel. It's always their awkward pause, which makes it to where you can't get anything in because she's going to get called two seconds later. You know, you only right. have a, a very small amount of time that you can really talk to her about this. I don't think it's appropriate to talk to anyone about anything personal like that at an event just because mm -hmm. you don't know who's around. You don't know. Um, the mental state that you're, the person's in as far as the one that's actually planning and organizing and doing things like that. So, and mm -hmm. we'll talk about this later, but obviously like there were a lot of things that Issa was going through that day, emotional wise. And so to get to that point where her and Mar Molly had the explosion, it's like, that just wasn't the time and place because you're, you're going to say things that you don't really want to say, but you're just pushed to that point because you're tired. You know, you, you, mm -hmm. you're hungry, you're famished. Like there's so many things going on. So I, I agree. I don't think that um, that was the right time and place. And even if you are in an argument with your best friend, I have had plenty of arguments with my best friends. Okay. Plenty mm -hmm. where we don't talk. I'm dead serious. Like there, I have four that are really I'm really close to and we literally have had all of us have had arguments to where we may have not talked for if it's a month or maybe a week or a couple of days or whatever like all different things that have occurred whatever but um 
we're not going to bring up this stuff in front of other people because it's none of your business. It's right. not you or anyone else's business to to go spread out there if you're having a problem with your friend. And that's where I kind of was like, girl, you're tacky. It's tacky. It was very tacky. It's very, very tacky, very ill-addressed. And you've had so many times where you could have talked about it and you chose not to. And then it's kind of like the sabotage of like your friend, right? You Mm -hmm. don't want to see them do well. In a sense, Molly, neither one of them are right. Okay. And I just want to make sure we both say that obviously, like both of them are in the wrong. They just have shown it differently. And I think Mm -hmm. Molly has just really showed that like, she has some real, like, bitter, like, something going on because she holds such a grudge towards Issa, towards Issa, and it shows because to not want your friend to succeed, why would, like, I don't care if me and you are in, a, in an argument. If you call me tomorrow and say, listen, something's going on. I need help with X, Y, and Z. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to still tell you mm-hmm. about yourself. And be like, just want you to know, like, you pissing me off. And I don't think, like, I, I'm not rocking with you right now. But I'm going to make sure you get your stuff taken care of. Because work and professional are completely different from your personal life. I'm going to make sure that you thrive during your work and your professional life. Because that's something that you should hold, cl- like, near and dear to you. You shouldn't self, like, you shouldn't sabotage that. Right. So, I very just upset feel with that, Molly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not happy about it. I feel like Molly hasn't liked Issa for a very long time. Oh, yeah. For a very long time. And she's suppressed it in a way that even she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to how a friendship recovers from something like that. Because I, too, have been in situations where I've lost friends. Everyone has. Yeah. And I have been in Issa's position in a sense where it seems like your friend, quote unquote, friend, doesn't want the best for you or doesn't want to see you succeed and then Mm -hmm. they say things in anger and you realize wait a minute you've been feeling this way for a very long time where is this coming from hold up this is new you know i've been in those situations where you've had that shock factor where it's like bitch what you -hmm. know and um yeah. So I relate to it as far as like whether I'm team Molly or team Issa or whatever. I'm definitely team Issa, but maybe I'm biased because I've been <laughs> in those situations. Yeah, yes. I've been Issa you've before. You've been on, the re- on Issa's side before, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've been around when I've been on the Issa yes, receiving side. And it's and like, that's what I wow. It's, it's important to have discernment to know when your friends are quote unquote friends, right? Some mm-hmm. people you're going to naturally just grow apart from. And right. I'm telling you right now, like, those red flags have always been there. You just chose to ignore them. So right. a lot of these things that are coming up have never mm-hmm. been like, oh, my God, shocker, Issa's selfish. It's like, hell no, Issa's, Issa's always been selfish, right? You right. just to- chose to ignore them until you couldn't ignore them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what happens in friendships. Like, there's some things that your friends do, and it's kind of just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm not going to even, like, trip about it. That's just who she is. I'm just going to mm-hmm. have to, like not handle her like that you know anymore i think a lot of things are chalked up to that's who she is i'm glad you said that's who she is yeah that really is and you as a person when people are treating you like oh that's just who she is and keeping you in that box you also get to choose if you want to continue to fuck with them like if you don't always see me as the as as the girl that is a mess up or screw up or always needy or something like that then why are we friends 
You get, mm-hmm. everybody has a choice in life. And I think that there's so many times where you get caught up thinking, well, these are the only friends that I got, or these are the only friends that I'm cool with. So I don't really have anyone else I can turn to. And then the next thing you know, you're like, damn, I got a whole plethora of friends out there that actually yeah. rock with me. And I'm over here stuck Buku on niggas out here. Right. For me. I'm stuck on Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like, no. Right. Not doing that. It's like, fuck so, them bitches. They ain't here for you like we've been. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's what happens. But you're just so blinded because that's always been your girl. I don't mm-hmm. like my girl's a, she's a flake or my girl's flawed. Like she do, she be doing some snake shit all the time, but I just let it ride. Like, no mm-hmm. ma'am. Cause she's going to eventually do snake shit to you too. Yes. Don't you yes. think that you should like hold your friends accountable for yes. their actions mm-hmm. and make sure that they align with your values and your morals. And if they don't, you don't have to like cut your friends off and be like, I hate you. Never talk to me again. You, you just, just have to know where to place them. You don't, yeah, you just kind of like ease your way and like start, you know, doing your own thing. And if it just doesn't align, it just doesn't align. But you don't have to feel pressure or feel like you're obligated to be friends with these people anymore just because y'all right. been rocking in since high school. If they're snake and they've been the same way since high school, bruh, you're going to get then, bit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, do you feel like Molly was justified in being pissed at Issa for getting help from Andrew through Nathan after Molly no. told her no? No, girl, you didn't want to help me. So what was I supposed to do? Let my event fall to shit. If I had a contact, like that makes no sense. What am I supposed to do? Put Daniel on the mic, girl. What? Like, okay, I man, turned out mm. honestly. But what was I supposed to do? You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's 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 like, what did she expect her to do? You left her high and dry. And then you just expected her to not ask for help from somebody. And first of all, the reason that Molly met Andrew was because of Issa. So the fact that she acting like this, it's like, ma'am. Okay. And then like Issa, I'm sure was hurt, but she was like, okay, what do I need to do? Because this shit has got to get to popping off and I got to have somebody that's equally Mm -hmm. as popping as schoolboy Q. So who is it? You know what I mean? So she reached out to the next best person since molly said she didn't want to mix her relationship and her friendships Issa was like okay that's cool i'll reach out to his friend and have his friend ask him to help me you know and yeah because technically I, she didn't ask him she just asked Nathan yeah and, Nathan. and i i i think <laughs> that um andrew has played the role of like the voice of reason in a lot of these situations with molly and i feel that in this time he dropped the ball but maybe next episode because we don't have obviously that much time for them to have those types of conversations we only have 30 Mm -hmm. minutes of an episode so i'm hoping that next episode he comes with the shits and is like molly that was unacceptable there was no reason for you to do that because the fact that like when the thing ended she's like looking for a hug from andrew and shit but you don't deserve no hug because you caused that whole shit for no reason you literally went off and called and told your friend that she went behind your back and she's shysty and this and that yeah she had a fucking event that you didn't want to help her with and you're mad because she got help but you're conjuring up these feelings that you've had for a while that had nothing to do with this event. Had nothing to do with the event. Like That's why, why I said she's felt this way for this whole time. For a long time. You felt time. like this for this whole time. You felt like this for some years because this is completely irrelevant to what is going on. And I'm not going to lie, Jasmine, if you had some connects and you didn't want to help me and I had another way to reach out to get in contact with that connect to make sure that my shit popped off and my business is going well, I'm going to reach out to whoever I can. As you should. And if you mad but about it, then, girl, you can never, be mad. Yeah, <laughs> but I would also never stifle you 
on something like that because I know how much it means to you. But right, Molly clearly had no idea how much it meant to Issa and how much Issa really put in work for it. She, she had got an there idea. and was she like just shocked. Didn't care. She didn't care, but she was when she was there. She was shocked about how like great it really was and how it really all came together. And it's just like, as don't call me like. Also, another thing that's just like a weird like little insert. Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't do that whole like I'm your best friend. Like, no, ma'am. Me and you have not been rocking for a little bit. It's been really mm-hmm. awkward. So don't throw that little tidbit in here thinking that it's going you know smooth things over. Why are you? I I didn't expect for you to come. Because mm-hmm. just the other day you told me that you didn't want to mix your personal life with our friendship and my problems. When in reality, I'm just trying to get some help because I want this to, you know, pop off the way. It's and then she's to pop acting off. like she run, wanted to go in the first place. She was the one who was telling Andrew they really didn't have to go. And Andrew, yeah, <laughs> Andrew being Andrew the voice, of, voice reason, of reason, being the sarcastic voice of reason, like, well, we don't have to go. And she's like, of course we're going. He's like, of course we're going. Get your shit together. Let's go. Like, right, like, dub it. I know we going. Because <laughs> I wasn't going to miss it. So you can miss your friendship, yeah, but like I was going to be there. Be there. Right. But I can understand Molly's feelings of feeling blindsided, not knowing that her man helped her friend, even though she told him, I don't want you to. Right. I can understand. But see, I think Molly didn't tell Andrew that she didn't want him to help. I well, think she that's said why it. she, she said on the, the episode bathroom. like oh she why did would I miss you ask part. him after oh no she told that to Issa I guess she didn't tell it to Andrew no oh. yeah she said to Issa why would you ask him after I specifically told you yes no. you're right okay and then so that's what I'm saying I can tell see her Andrew because like, if she told Andrew Andrew would have probably been like girl uh, you're let me talk to Molly blah blah and yes, Molly would have been exactly in the she wanted to talk her out of it but I do think but that, Andrew like, did it as a surprise I thought blindsided a little bit yeah and feeling Andrew did it as a surprise I felt like he was like okay I'm a surprise my girl and let her know like she gonna see yeah that but i'm gonna help friend. her best friend because they best friends and it's gonna be like oh babe thanks for helping my best friend when in reality i don't rock with her right now you don't do shit with her unless i tell you to do or that help shit her is you dumb, know what i mean honestly i don't care if i don't rock with her right now or not my girl need to be successful regardless if she my girl or not i don't think so molly wants Issa to be successful and i she think she does not said said it perfectly like you don't want me to, to succeed you want me to forever be this girl who's stuck in these patterns and mm-hmm. you're the one succeeding and i'm always coming to you and you're the, the fucking savior molly doesn't want if her you to think succeed. about it like i mean Issa had issues paying her damn bills i mean mm-hmm. she literally had nowhere to live like yeah and we talked about it before we were just like, why is it that Issa did not ask Molly to stay with her or yeah. like to help her with stuff? I mean, I've had situations where I didn't have enough money, say, for my car note or for my rent or something like that. And I reached out to a friend like, hey, can I borrow this much? I got to pay my car note. I'll give it back to you mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. And they're like, OK, girl, here you go. Right. I would never take the steps to ask an ex nigga before I ask my friends, unless the ex nigga was like buku rich and I just was like, "Give me that yeah. money." But, but you I'm know, too like I'm way too yeah, I'm not for reaching that. out not to asking. no nigga that I don't fuck with no, no more to be like, "Let no. me sleep on your couch," or just so he can me. hold that over my no. head. I would rather my friend be like, "Nah, girl, get your shit together." Right. Than an ex be like, "Man, you still ain't got your shit together." No, right. not happening. No, sir not doing it exactly okay so i know this conversation uh or this topic or episode rather has led to some good conversation about Issa and molly's friendship dynamic right um but i think there were some other interesting things for us to address 
first is let's talk about Tiffany. Yes, I was literally in this postpartum at that. depression that I. That's feel like a she's real thing. Through. Obviously, we already know that, um, right? And it comes in so many different signs, and she's you would miss it if you weren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Because you think, oh, she just wants to be out. She just wants to be around her family or her friends, I mean, and X, Y, and Z. But, like, she clearly does not want to be around that child. <laughs> or she doesn't. I mean, ever. they literally were calling and was like, the baby's crying, something, something. And she was like, Dancing. well, I'm going to stay here. You can go check on you her. You can go check and, on her. And her husband, I mean, I love that Derek is just like, all right, fuck it. I mean, he's like mom, like super mom, yes, dad, but in dad is. version or whatever in this sense but i mean this is something that as a partner i would love because if we have a kid i'm exhausted if i just stated your baby for nine and a half months right gave birth to this motherfucker almost died at the hospital Mm -hmm. i expect for you to step up to the plate and i don't have to lift a finger for a little bit you got to give me a break okay i i I completely agree um (laughs) because sometimes you just I mean, I can only imagine being carrying a child for nine months and being exhausted afterwards, right? And I mean, all exhausted. you want to do I could is just go imagine. out and just have one good solid night with no tears, nobody crying and needing you all. Not having night. to have somebody hooked up to your titty. Yes. Or but I think that like <laughs> whatever. I hope that someone starts to pick up on things because Kelly's picking up on it. She was even asking, like, Are you okay? Like when Tiffany was like acting weird earlier in the day with Derek before like he left you know and she was like are you okay Mm -hmm. she had mentioned she had said some statement I can't remember um but uh, right leave it up to Kelly to make sure that you know she's that friend to pay attention Mm -hmm. but um I'm hoping that they like see it early on and can like start speaking on it because insecure loves doing that kind of like subtle stuff first they love to like drop things yeah. and then later on address it yeah uh-huh. and it's like we'll address this later but i hope y'all pick up on that so i do like mm-hmm. that i i do um i feel for her because i can only imagine shit <laughs> yeah i really feel like kelly is going through some postpartum tiffany um <laughs> kelly <laughs> yeah i really feel that tiffany is going through some postpartum depression and we're seeing the signs because as we know like it manifests in a bunch of different mm-hmm. ways and for her it's manifesting in a general kind of like lack of concern for the baby mm-hmm. in a sense yeah um and i think that I think that also part of it is, remember, Derek was telling Lawrence, we didn't plan this baby. We had other things that we had planned. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tiffany feels like the baby got in the way of all the things. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well. Like, she stifled her life, in a sense. Because mm-hmm. now you can't do the same things. You, you can't move the same way that you once moved before. Right. You have a exactly. child that you have to consider. You have daycares. You have to worry about child care if you go out they had a babysitter like all of these things you know you gotta make sure you trust someone with your child your child's a newborn right. baby you don't know what could happen i mean there's so many things that probably go into that so i mean i could totally see tiffany as someone her character specifically as like someone who's i wouldn't say jealous but kind of um bitter in a sense that like they 
we're supposed to have this type of life, but then by having a child, it now stops everything. Instead of thinking of, of a child as like, I'm sure she feels like she's a blessing, right? Like, I'm, I know she loves her mm-hmm. child, but it's kind of like a mental thing where you're just like, damn, you fucked up my entire life because you weren't planned. Right. That's what they need to address right. it now so that she's not, um, later on, if the child grows up, hypothetically, she's not being a piss poor mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Let's hope so. I um, I definitely feel like Tiffany, Tiffany got a you know got some adjusting to mm-hmm. do when it comes to this motherhood thing. Oh, yeah. But I'm also glad that she can't that she stayed mm-hmm. so she could be there for the blow up that happened later on. She's always well. the mediator, and she does such a great job. She was amazing. She does like, such a great job at just like bringing people down or just easing everyone's like. I, I feel like that's her role is to mm-hmm. be the media. Her role in the group of friends. Because yep. mm-hmm. I always wondered how she fit in, you know, because she's bougie. She's uppity. She's definitely judgmental. Um, mm-hmm. So I've always wondered, like, how do you fit in this group of four? And now I see how. Mm-hmm. So I think Kelly and Tiffany fit very well together. And Molly and Issa fit very well together. But I think as of... This conversation and how everything spilled out, it's going to be kind of like a Us versus Kelly, them. Tiffany, Issa situation. Mm-hmm. And Molly is just not really involved as much. I think that it's going to be like we hang with Molly and we hang with Issa, but we don't hang with them together. So like we go to dinner right. with Molly, okay. but we go to brunch with Issa. And then we go shopping with Molly, mm-hmm. but we make sure Issa come to the house to see the baby or vice versa, you know, things like that. But for a good bit, they're going to have to keep them apart. But I do think that Tiffany and Kelly are going to sit them down together in mm-hmm. some type of fashion where it's like a surprise, like they don't know, you know, because they're not they're, they don't want to talk about it. First off, they can, they barely talked about anything when they were cool. And now that they had this blow up, it's going to take a miracle to get them in the same room with them knowing. Yeah, it is. It's going to take a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, As it rightfully should, because if I was Issa, I would not. I wouldn't want to. Talk I won't to have shit to say to that bitch to after that. Nothing. Like you, you practically spit on me at my event at this point. So, girl, you might as well have because everything went to shit. Everything. I mean, things started falling apart. Somebody thought there was a gun. Like what? somebody thought somebody was shooting. Yes. We like, arguing, causing a scene at my event, and I'm the person who's running it. People so are not staring. Only is this embarrassing? I guarantee you, you look unprofessional. Yes. And on the next episode, I would not be surprised if she's like scrolling on Instagram and there's like a video of them. The, arguing. A video of them going in. I would on not each be other. surprised. I really wouldn't. And I just feel like, and that's how Lawrence is going to find out all of this stuff is happening because he wasn't there. Oh, I wonder where he, he was. Wasn't. Why wasn't he there? Maybe he didn't go because he felt like he knew Condola was going to be there. That could be. That could be. If he just broke up with Condola, right, because of Issa, or she just broke up with him because of Issa, he wouldn't really want to be seen at Issa's event because then it would look like everything that Condola was saying was true Mm. or something. Mm. You know, or maybe he just didn't want to cross paths with Condola potentially i think it's that one i think he knew that they were working together and mind you he never told Issa that they broke up so and he also doesn't know what condola has told Issa. so he may think like oh they probably talking and gossiping about me so i'm just not gonna show up so that like i don't it's not awkward for me because why would like as a man 
as Lawrence, why would you want to even put yourself in a situation where you could potentially be confronted or be felt to be made awkward at this block party? Just not go. Right. Exactly. I mean, I wouldn't be interested in going either. No, I, I would, would not. be like, oh, I would probably send her a text if after and be like, hey, like, what do you think? Or, you know, mm-hmm. how did it go or whatever? Sorry, I didn't come. I hope you understand. I wouldn't even do that if we weren't like I may send you a text that says like in the beginning before the event starts, like, hey, good luck with your event today and keep it at that just to like put some I mean, if he wants to be friends with her. Right. I would do something like mm-hmm. that, but after the event, nah. No. I wouldn't text you and yeah. say, like, I hope it went well, that kind of thing, because um, then you kind of know that he didn't show up. So I would just send her a text in the beginning and say, like, I hope your event goes well today. Good luck on everything. I know it's going to be a hit. And at least she kind of feels some type of, I don't know, good mojo from that. Mm-hmm. But I was very surprised I, um... that he didn't come. Yeah, I was I was surprised by that. Now that you mentioned it, because mm-hmm. I did not rewatch the episode. I only I'm watched it, it this afternoon, literally style. right before we recorded. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going based off of like what I remember mm-hmm. from Sunday. But yeah, you know, somebody else pointed something out. They were like, Nathan and Daniel have done more for Issa than Lawrence has. Oh my gosh! Yes, they really have. They've done way more for her. Daniel literally lets you sleep on his couch. That's more than enough. That's, for a, that's enough for everything. <laughs> right. Like, no. <laughs> like, girl. Right. But that does not. People sometimes, and I'm not saying that this person is, but sometimes people equate things like this to give them reasons to do what they do. Just because they have done so much for Issa, they've also cheated on Issa too. So it's not like mm, it's one mm-hmm. over the other. Like, thank you for letting me sleep on your couch, but you also had another girl in your house, like smashing. That you fucking on the couch. While like, I'm on the couch. While I'm sitting there on the couch. Can't even To sleep make me jealous. Crying. Let's be on. Let's be clear. Like you were doing that to make yep. me jealous. It wasn't like you was just yep. doing it just because that's what you do. Like you had a motive. Mm-hmm. So it was, the motive was directly towards me. Nathan, you went ghost for two months. So, mm-hmm. like, just because we had this whole Ferris wheel, you know, um, happy ending and we, you know, decided to jump into a pool, skinny dipping and all that good stuff and had a really cute date day. And you gave me the idea of having this block party. You also left me with the idea to have this block party without any kind of help. Yeah. So I don't ever, I don't know. I kind of like to, that. That's kind of a fine line for me. I'm just like. Sometimes people equate that with, like, they should be with that person. Like, Nathan, I keep seeing things about, like, how Nathan and Issa are such a good fit for each other. But it's, like, what? where do you draw the line of disrespect and just keep it as a friendship? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. she's going to have to understand that if he can do that to you one time, there's a potential that that can happen again. Not that it will. And know that you, and I'm not saying that you should hope that it does or like be afraid that it does you have to live your life the way you want to live your life but that should be something that needs to be had like a conversation that needs to be had so that you both are on the same page because you just never know what the future could look like but just because Mm -hmm. you gave me the idea of having this black party doesn't mean that you get to now treat me like dog shit yeah that's very true i just i feel like i dislike everybody but (laughs) kelly and them all I love them. They're my favorite. And I love their banter. Who? 
And I love that they hate each other. Kelly and Amal. Oh, my gosh. I know. Do you feel like it's like Martin and Pam type of thing? Or like, Yes. It definitely is a Martin and Pam type of situation. That, like, right? It's my like, brother don't even fuck with my friend like that. But he really do fuck with her. Slick, oh, yeah, he, he do. Just, uh, and I love that he was trying yeah. to pick holes in everything that she was saying. I mean, that, that English accent she had. Oh, that was oh really my good. goodness. The accent itself was really good. I was okay, very like, one. oh, my number gosh. Two, like, I was it was hilarious. Hollering. It was really funny. I, it sent me over then he started asking her questions and she, and she <laughs> didn't know what to say back. what about that the guy that she was with like have you ever just like let a guy slide even though they were super stupid but they were so fine that you just kind of let it go hell yeah girl Man, me too to i'm just like i can't do this. yes it becomes this a point where you're just like okay this is th- i can't i cannot but in the beginning you're just like <laughs> you're so dumb it's so cute but you're so fine i know i'm gonna but let you slide so fine. god why can't you do you not know about subject verb agreement? Like, no. are you not aware of the difference between is and are? I'm just, oh God, but you're so fine. Or like their sentences run together all the time. And you're like, what are you talking about? Give me some, mm-hmm. like, can you please use some punctuation when you're texting me? I can't understand what you're saying. Or what does this mean? It was just too much, but I thought it was cute because we've all been there. Mm-hmm. So it hit home. Well, for me, at least. <laughs> no no it definitely did um i'm actually very proud of Issa for pulling off this party yeah oh my god i think that There's it so went that so well mm-hmm. but i am livid i just i told you remember i told you uh a minute ago that i feel like and now i feel like it happens every event that Issa has like when she pulls something off and something goes good for her molly has to start an argument or cause an issue molly don't care nothing about what it takes to throw an event because remember the first season when they did the fundraising event for the kids Mm -hmm. at the mansion and what was it baldwin hills or something um whatever it was they literally um everything was good and then they're getting ready to leave or molly was getting ready to leave and she had an attitude with Issa for no reason like i felt like it was no reason how she just went off on her and was mad and caused this whole thing i'm like girl do you not see all of this other stuff going on right now yeah and then when she had the in the beginning of the season when she had her um her fundraising thing with the sponsorship mm-hmm. in the beginning oh yeah and molly was i feel thinking. like she was being an ass then too. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time something's going well for Issa, Molly is secretly hating it. I just and there's people I don't like, like that. that. There's, I mean, people have like you have. There to are really, people like that. Absolutely, figure out if you want to keep them in your lives. But um, some people just genuinely do not like when the spotlight's down on them and when they their friends are being more successful than them. And you will know who those people are like Mm -hmm. i don't care what nobody says like we all knew how molly was before molly was molly like like we -hmm. knew what molly was about and the way she moved from season one episode one you know so Mm -hmm. there's just some people who just thrive off of that and they don't want their friends to do better than them because it's the whole like hold me up on a pedestal i'm better than you mentality across the board it's not just their friends it's just people in general you know look how molly treats her co-workers when she first started at that that new um law firm like she showed yeah. herself her true colors then. Like, Molly is someone who she wants you to hold her on a pedestal. And if you don't, then she can't rock with you like that. And I think for the longest, Issa has really 
praised her for being so like talented, smart, and all these all these other things. And the fact that now Issa is like wanting her flowers too. <laughs> Molly don't know how to give flowers. She just knows how to take them. So for her to say mm-hmm. that she feels like Issa uses her, I thought that was kind of like is this not the kettle? Yeah, that threw me for a loop. I was like, how did has she used you? How? Because baby girl was sleeping on her ex nigga couch and didn't have Thank no you. money at all and you are living in a nice ass condo by yourself Mm -hmm. in la so you clearly have at least three thousand extra dollars a month to pay towards rent something so something a little bit of money that she might have needed or the little bit of help that she might have needed to come to ask you about you allowed her to struggle without even even, offering a handing a helping hand exactly and even if your friend even if your friend is someone who needs a little bit more encouragement or needs a little bit more help than others, if that's who you consider mm-hmm. your best friend, that's something that you already know and that you're okay with. Like I have like if I know my my best friend is someone who I have to, you know, be a little bit more softer on the edges or kind of like push her a little bit more and, you know, um if you want to call it saving, okay, like you can save your friend, but like if you're my best friend, mm-hmm. there are qualities that like you may not possess that I'm going to help you get to. So I'm not going to throw that in your face mm-hmm. after the fact because I'm mad at you. Like I would never throw in your face mm-hmm. that I helped you or I did th- something for you because at the end of the day, if you're my best friend, bitch, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm mm-hmm. here to do. I'm here to make sure that you thrive because really and truly, I don't want no bummy ass female around me. I don't want bummy right. females in my circle. I don't want to be like, oh, that's my homegirl. <laughs> and, you know, she don't, um, she's just not really up to par. But, you know, we just allow her to be in the circle because... No, if we want to go on vacations, I need to make sure that you got your money right. So in order for you to have your money right, you need to have a good ass job that pays you well. So I'm going to make sure mm-hmm. whatever you want to do, if you if you need my help, I'm going to help you. And I feel like Molly's just not, she doesn't think that way. It's Molly and everyone mm-hmm. else. The world revolves around Molly. Yeah. It does. And I think that's what she's accustomed to. Somebody made this uh, comment on, I found on Twitter, which I thought was interesting. So. Molly finally snapped because Issa was the last person she had some control over. And Issa broke that dynamic. Mm. Molly can't control Dorian's attitude towards her at work. Mm -hmm. She can't control her mom for forgiving her dad. She can't control Andrew because he's too independent. So when Issa went against her wishes, Molly gave her all the anger she feels towards all the people in her life she can't control. And dare not snap on like that. You know, she we said that that she wouldn't talk to anybody else. She doesn't like that. talk to anybody else. Molly's like that. control. She doesn't. Molly's control issues are also evident in her feeling the need to confront Issa after Issa finally had a win in her life. Molly is the type of person who invalidates your feelings if they conflict with her feelings. Mm, that is a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's honestly, I could totally see that because. We already talked about how, I mean, the last two episodes, we talked about Molly's need for control and how she doesn't have any. If she can control Issa in some aspect, which she has done in the past, and now Mm -hmm. she can't, of course you're going to blow up. Right. That's, I mean, there's nothing else to it. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, what she fails to realize is that just because you blow up don't mean Issa won't blow up back at your ass. Okay. Exactly. I she gonna stand up for herself too. There's to everybody has a limit. Up for herself. Yeah. Everybody right. has a limit. You can't just poke the bear and think the bear ain't gonna scratch you one day. Mm-hmm. Such an old ass um, analogy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't poke the okay, bear. We all get it. We done heard it before. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 
I'm very interested to see what this next episode is looking like. Uh, somebody posted something on Twitter and it, it kind of confirmed what I was thinking. I really can't wait to see Chad's reaction when Lawrence tells him and Derek that he broke up with Condola because he still has feelings for Issa. Oh, oh my goodness. God. He is going to have the best, I mean, literally the best comeback. Chad is hilarious. He's hilarious. Like, he is so funny. He's going to cook he that so nigga funny. for real. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's going to get roasted. Yes. I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. Why did somebody say, can we discuss how Confederacy looks like Cousin Skeeter? <laughs> and on it that like note. Cousin Skeeter for real. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to wrap up. Sending me over. This segment. <laughs> you got something for do okay. of the week, child. So the duel of the week this week. So for the duel of the week this week, I think that we should all take some time to work on our British accents. And this is inspired by our favorite Kelly. Um, I really think that I'm so bad at this. I really think that a British accent uh, would serve us well in life. Do you agree? I do. <laughs> do but <bleak>. agree. <laughs> You were really Y'all good don't. at that, by the way. I I feel like I'm terrible. Trash. But niggas is okay. going to roast me, but it's okay. <laughs> Trash. Okay. Um, but I do like that view of the week. So that's what I'm going to be working on this week. It's my British accent. If you guys have any questions, <laughs> um, comments, want to sponsor, you want to get on the episode, you got some topic ideas, email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on our journey on Twitter and Instagram at becomingshe underscore. And that's all we got for that's becoming all we got. She. And that's that on that. We love y'all. Peace. We out. <laughs>